everybody, welcome back to Review Mania. My name is Rob, along with Zach. Ayo. We're back with some GCW, some Game Changer Wrestling. GCW, GCW. You know, I have got many a question. Okay. Because I have bought a year. I gotta say, before I even get into that, Fight Plus is only 70 bucks a year. Yes. And you get shit tons of content. Yes. Because I looked at it. I bought Fight Plus. I bought it uh, for WrestleMania weekend. And I was like, oh, I'll never watch this again. And then you're like, hey, let's watch some GCW for a bonus review. And I was like, well, shit, I got to buy a month. And I was like, it's only seven bucks a month. Yeah. It's it's a f fantastic service. I've been using it for a little while now. I've had it a little bit. Uh, I think I've had it. I've had it a little bit longer than you because I've been using it for watching some back issues of Black Label Pro and also Slap Fight Championship. <laughs> oh yeah. Watching Wolverine knock people out. Hell yeah. So, <clears throat> okay, so I know that the international version of Dynamite is shown on Fight TV. Is that a paid separate thing, or is that part of my subscription? Ooh, I don't know. Because I know you got to pay for it if, you're out, like, if you can't get it. I think you got to pay for it. I wonder if you put yourself, like on a VPN to Canada on Wednesday, you'll know. No, I think you gotta pay. Let's find out. Fight.tv AEW Dynamite Free for USA. Let's see. It costs six... Okay, it's called AEW Plus. Yeah. $6.99 a month. And you get fight... Okay, so you can't... You, you're getting it... Okay. Considering what you're getting in return... Fight TV cannot offer the service for free. I see. Okay. You have to do it via VPN, apparently. Yeah, well, in the United States. Uh, yeah, it's unavailable in the U.S., so you have to do it elsewhere. Okay, makes sense. And you're like, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. That answers that. <clears throat> Alright, so GCW. Yes. Tell me all about it. What is what is this GCW? Alright. <clears throat> so tell me a little bit about GCW. I did some reviews uh over WrestleMania weekend. I watched yes. GCW versus DDT. Mm -hmm. And then I also watched uh GCW uh what was it? Oh, yeah, Where, that was it. That was it. That was it. Did oh. you watch Josh Barnett's Bloodsport? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So that's part of the GCW collective. Yeah. So what is this collective? Is this like a, a group of federations? Is this an event that they hold every year? It's just an event that they hold every year. I uh, Another part of that is Joey Janela's Spring Break. Yep, I watched that as well. Another part of it is Effie's uh, Big Gay Brunch. 
Okay. Uh, so. They also do uh, a couple of other uh, events like uh, Tournament of Survival. Yeah, and... when is that? That's the one thing I got to say. I have been sad that I always heard GCW was like this blood and guts death match. And I have seen until this point, uh, we'll talk about here during our review. I haven't seen shit. <laughs> okay, so GCW does do the hardcore stuff. I mean, this is where Nick Gage is contracted, is the only contracted wrestler. <laughs> He's the only person that Brett Lauderdale pays uh, to only be wrestling with him. But, uh, no, GCW is, I would call it the Island of Misfit Toys if it was a wrestling promotion. It's where people who don't necessarily get a shot uh, get a shot. And if you look at the people who they have on their roster, it's like a lot of hardcore guys who didn't get a, who probably worked in a lot of places and didn't get paid very well. Um, people who did not get uh, bookings, like if you look at Effie, Effie has talked about being discriminated against heavily in his career. Um, and uh, Is it because like, of his sexual orientation? Yeah. That's bullshit. Well, it is, but, you know, wrestling also happens to be a pretty machismo place, and so uh, that means that sometimes... Uh, old ways go about as much as it sucks that that is still the case well that's bullshit like i said yeah no it's 100 per it's 100 percent disgusting but it's not it's not surprising as much as is as much as it is something that should be in the past anyway um so that's kind of how i see gcw as like this Island of Misfits toys where they get a, where wrestlers who may not have always gotten a shot get a shot at a national stage and get to show off their stuff. Okay. And I also noticed it's a lot of, you know, younger people too. You've got your Billy Starks, you've got uh Nick Wayne and uh what was it? Not John Oliver, Jor Jordan Oliver. And yeah. A lot of people starting out their careers. Yeah, and so it's a it's also a place for people to cut their teeth and sort of gain experience. Like the fact that Nick Wayne and Billy Starks are routinely on GCW shows uh is pretty impressive. I mean, Nick Wayne's 17, Billy Starks is 18. Um both I think are signed to AEW. <laughs> so, um yeah. No, it's a it's a really cool promotion that I want to watch more of in the in the future. Well, there you go. We're turning into a GCW podcast. Hey, I it'd probably be more enjoyable than finishing off the WrestleManias that we have to watch. Oh God, don't don't even get me started. I haven't even started thirty six yet. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, so I had some questions. Um. 
around GCW because I kind of find their events kind of difficult. So okay, explain to me how GCW events work because like there's some big ones, but then there's it seems like there's always just like they're there, just kind of there. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing special. It was like into the light. There was nothing special per se of like you know compared to the to the WrestleMania week events. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they have their big collective shows that they do around like uh, the Mania, SummerSlam. Like whenever WWE holds a big event and there's going to be like a week of wrestling, GCW is going to be at those same venue or around those same venues doing their bigger shows. And then they, the rest of the time, they're touring the country doing their regular shows. So Into the Light was just another one of their shows. Okay. Um, who are, outside of Nick Wayne, who are the superstars of GCW? Nick Wayne or Nick uh, Gage? No, sorry, Nick Gage, sorry. Too many uh, Nicks. Yeah, there are too many Nick. Well, Nick Wayne would be one of them. Um, I mean, Joey Dan- Joey Janela, Effie, all all those people. Uh, any uh, Josh Barnett, I guess, would be one. Uh, anybody who has a thing that a uh, uh, an event named after them are pretty big deals. Uh, Blake Christian is pretty big uh, right now. He seems to be on every show. Um, their world champion right now is Masha Slamovich. Who's been an Impact? Uh, who is uh, who's also an Impact? She is. Uh, she beat Nick Gage in a death match. Um. So yeah, that's the other thing that I wanted to bring up is like they always talk about Masha, but like they never bring her up. She's never there. They're just like, oh, she's our champion. You know, like they allude, they had the ladder match over WrestleMania weekend, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, I forget his name who who won it. He actually wrestles here tonight, uh, or event uh, we review. Blake Christian. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And yeah, um, what about storylines? I obviously I've seen a couple of events now. There's some kind of loose storylines, but yeah. like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they're kind yeah, of... I. So, it's a it's a it's an independent promotion. So as much as like they do have like a roster that do does tour with them, like there are people who show up on every single show. None of these people are like contracted, with the exception of Nick Gage to GCW. So. It's not. It's like if they miss a show, it's like it's not. It will. It won't kill the promotion because they'll fill it in with somebody else. Yeah. So like, there are people who come in and out, and for their story bits, like um, Matt Cardona, for example, uh, in and out of the promotion, um, as on his quest to become the GCW Universal Championship champion again you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. okay uh, okay I already mentioned that I said I've watched three shows and uh, there's been no blood and guts so yes. uh, final question I just saw off the top of my head 
because I'm looking at mm. the schedule for GCW. Yes. Would you like to go to Japan for three days of GCW in July? <laughs> Would I like to go to Japan in July? It doesn't to watch even say GCW. where it is. It just says Japan. Oh, it's probably it's probably uh, and Hall. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're probably wow. going to Corican Hall. Eighteenth, um, nineteenth, and twentieth. And I just looked at the flights, man. Only eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, which is I a lot of money. Which yeah, I think sad. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to go to Japan in middle of summer. Holy cow! No, no. Okay, so let's get into it. You've answered all my questions. Let's get Yay. into GCW into the light. April twenty first. 2023 the ring already has competitors in it with a four-on-four tag team match and I completely forgot to go look up who this was because holy shit I couldn't even pronounce half the names so yeah there were (laughs) there were quite a lot of people and I and a lot of them I was not familiar with but one of the things that I will say about uh, these big opening matches at GCW, which I like, is that they put a lot of their really younger talent there with somebody who is established, and that established person is maybe not like super involved in all of the big spots in the match, but makes sure that everybody gets a little bit of shine. Gotcha. Okay, here they are. Because I, I was like, I am not typing all this shit out. I did all my notes on my phone, so, yeah. Because um, I don't own a laptop. I wish I owned a laptop. <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd, Mr. Danger, Terry Yaki. Oh, God, I just... <laughs> yes, uh, yes. And, Yo- and Yoya versus Bobby Flacco, Caleb Conley... Donnie show Donnie Primetime and Hunter Drake. So in those of those names, who is the established person? I'm gonna assume uh Hunter Drake. I don't know. Jimmy Lloyd. He's the oldest. Ah. You mean it's not rem- teriyaki? And I, I, and I remember I remember Jimmy Lloyd from like mid two thousand CZW. Well, there you go. So, um, let's see here. But Dave Prezak was very, very fond of Teriyaki's name. First name Terry, last name Yaki. <laughs> uh, yeah, I is... said Yaki is impressive. I don't like that anyone can just come in there. There are no tags. That is Lucha Tag Rules. Oh. I've never seen a moped used in a wrestling match until now. He, One of them drove a moped around ringside delivering big boots. Yeah, because that's fun. Yeah. And then there was a Spanish fly at the top rope. Okay, uh, can we st- go, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about this spot because it makes me so mad. Okay. Because you're doing so. it in the middle of nowhere and for nobody? No. 
I don't care that it's not in the it's in the middle of nowhere for nobody because it's not that they're in they're in that city in front of those people and it is on fight plus so they have the potential for quite a big audience actually so I don't mind that argument like that argument doesn't really apply here okay what does apply here is the act of, of taking you out of the match now wrestling in and of itself is kind of wacky at points but we can suspend our disbelief to a point now the guy who is doing the spanish fly had to be boosted up <clears throat> to get to the people who were he was going to spanish fly yeah they messed it up not once not twice, but three times they attempted to get him up there. Oh, no, I missed this because I was writing notes. And so the fact that... And, and then he doesn't do a Spanish fly to one person. He does a Spanish fly to two people. Now, originally the Spanish fly was a tag team finishing maneuver by the SAT. Mm-hmm. So it was two people doing it to one person. So he was doing the inverse. Gotcha. And that kind of and that kind of just bothers me a little bit because the guy who is doing the move, I think it was I think it was Hunter Drake who is doing the move is like Yes, correct. 150 pounds soaking wet <laughs> and he was doing it to two people who were larger than he was. And he had no momentum. And that's the other thing about the move that helps it become somewhat believable is, oh, yeah, you use your forward momentum from jumping up to then jump backwards and keep, keep your opponent with you. But he had none because he kept missing the jump. <laughs> uh, fair, all right. Fair. You're a Spanish fly purist. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I like the move. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy Kyle gets a package like pile driver for a two count. All the guys did a sh you know, kind of just showed out. Jimmy Lloyd and team win after a super DDT off the top rope out of nowhere. The match went about ten minutes and twenty one seconds. And apart from that one spot, it was pretty good. So I yeah. give it one thumbs up. Uh, except for the part where they're doing the Spanish fly, and that's two thumbs down. <laughs> and then Pero comes out and beats everyone up. Yeah, all eight people. I I've seen him in a couple of other shows, and he comes up and he beats everybody up, and then he hangs somebody. Yeah, with so he his... came out with a chain and he hung Jimmy Lloyd over the top rope as tons of officials come out, and they try to stop the hanging but can't. I really liked that one of them was like, you cut that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> You're grounded, mister. And he's, and Perry was just like, you know, uh, it's great. Um, I've seen him, I've seen him in a couple of other JCW shows and he does this pretty much the exact same thing every time. So okay. I'm hoping that at some point we get a little bit more than him just hanging people. There you go. Although although apparently at the show that was the next show that was the Saturday the, night show, Scene of the Crime. 
Yeah, he uh, had a match against Sumi Sakai. Ah, okay. Next up was Brogan Finley, who I swear stole some, who is a uh, small version of, uh, you know, like a, shin, a mini Seamus, and stole his gimmick, versus Adam Priest. Uh, so Joey Janela and Billy Starks are injured, so their matches were wiped, and they got this match instead. Yeah. So Brogan is, oh, is much taller than Priest, but Priest takes him down easily. Uh, fake big, a fake big boot, and then a big kick to the head by Finley. Match has been all Priest, but Priest is confident and doesn't take pin opportunities. Uh, finally, a desperation butterfly suplex by Finley, but Priest hits backbreaker and a delayed pile driver for a two. Out on the ring apron, Priest tried for a pile driver to the floor, but it's blocked uh, with a DDT. And he gets the pinfall on Adam, by Adam Priest. I uh, said so the match was okay, but it was just Priest being the aggressor, and didn't tell much of a story. Yeah, it was a it was a simple match. It was like, okay, we're gonna go out there, and I'm gonna work your neck, Mister Finley. I'm gonna work your neck. I'm gonna pile drive you, and then I'm going to DDT you and pin you. It went nine fourteen, and I just kind of felt like, like, okay. I get yeah. it. Like, come on, you're beating the shit out of him. But it was I think okay. it was, yeah, I think it was a match that came out of necessity because they were like, oh, I was expecting somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank God for result pages. I couldn't. I didn't know this guy's name. Cole Radrick versus you- Shigahiro. Ire. And I had no idea how to spell that. Oh, Irie's name. Yeah, Shigehiro Irie. I'd never heard uh, of him before, and I couldn't quite understand. Like, like, it just didn't click when I was trying to type it out. I'm like, I started typing ERA, E-R-A. And I'm like, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him wrestle before, but he is the WXW champion yeah, right now. Yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, wait, no, he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking of later. Yes, you were correct. Yes, he is the WXW champion, um, which is, I th- believe, the largest wrestling promotion in Germany. Yes. Uh, it's where Gunther and, ha, uh, or Walter, as he used to be known, uh, came out of, and also um, Timothy Sa- Thatcher used to train people out of the f- there. There you go. Cole is super over, and he picks up a small child and runs around with him. He, that child, like, stood there all night wanting to get hand slaps and had the night of his life. Yes, and Cole Radrick is, really did a, a good thing for that kid. That kid looks so happy. Yes. <laughs> As he was in the ratty daddy's arms. Yep, the ratty daddy. Cole tries for all his might to do a whip, but no luck. EA throws Cole around the ring. Yeah, EA's much bigger than Radrick. Radrick goes for a suicide dive, but is caught. Cole hits a big kick to the head, and he tried to use the fence. So there was a fence next to the ringside that, like, the fans sat behind. It was very interesting. It was just this big, huge chain-link fence. That's all it was. Yeah, it kind of gave off... uh... 
Concert vibes. Or W-E-C-W vibes. Hmm. I could have sworn at some point they, like, at one of the one-night stands, they had something like that. Nah, I mean, they used to have it for the entrances, but... Maybe. Yeah. Um, a swinging DT is blocked. A splash over the top rope on Cole for a two-count. Cole somehow survives a battle of punches and kicks. Radrick climbs to the top rope, but gets caught. Both men are up on the top rope now. Radrick is suit-crossed across... Suplexed across the top rope and then put in the corner. Uh, a huge cannonball almost finished off Radrick, but he kicks out somehow. A springboard stunner by Radrick. He climbs to the top ropes and he gets a swanton and he only gets a near fall. Ira gets the beast bomb lariat for the win. And that was uh, 12 minutes and 37 seconds. A fun back and forth match between two very close friends. Apparently, yes. that's that's what they kept saying during commentary. Yep. Cole Radrick, I I just love his character. His moniker is like the King of Wreck Shit Mountain, and he's this pale, tubby, white dude who like doesn't look like he could do anything in that ring and yet he is pretty impressive all things considered yeah he can do good shit yeah uh next up we have someone i've seen quite a bit tony deppin versus brian keith and i watched the week before brian keith had a really good match uh last Hmm. uh at gcw red means green Against Keith Tankman. Oh, yeah. I should check that one out. It was, a, it was, I think, the opening match too. Hmm. So Deppin, uh, so it's uh, yeah, Deppin versus Brian Keith. Deppin works over the knee, uh, an exploder suplex by Keith. Keith tries for a power bomb, but the knees give out. Uh, Deppin hits a running knee for the three count, and that was a pretty. I mean, it was a. Pretty quick match. I mean, it wasn't quick, but it was a 14, 14 minute, 19 seconds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there I, wasn't, like, there wasn't anything, like, hugely, like, uh, you know, there's nothing huge about this match to really write home about. No, no, but it was a good match between two wrestlers. Um, Tony Deppen uh, always puts in a good performance. He's just a really good, like, heel. You just he just makes you want to boo him, you know. Former ROH television champion Tony Deppen. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yes. <clears throat> so Blake is not happy about facing Jackson. Oh, sorry. One of my hops if I follow uh, Mike Jackson versus Blake Christian. Action, Mike Jackson. Yes, Mike is an older wrestler in the Atlanta area. Probably should have mentioned that they're in Atlanta. We we could just say that he is ancient. He is like well into his sixties. Yeah, he's old. Blake won the brass ring to face champ champion Macha Slamovich in the future. And and Blake is not happy about facing Jackson. 
He stalls as the crowd chants things at Christian. Thankfully, nothing terrible. And uh, Jackson gets the better of Blake early, but Blake can easily take control. Mike Jackson is known for a walking the entire ring ropes. And Jackson tries twice, but Blake always works over the legs. Blake walks the ropes, and Jackson gets tied up in them, and then bounced nut first into them. With tons of clotheslines, and finally a neck breaker. Jackson gets a two count after Blake grabs the ring rope. Blake then grabs, uh, runs hard into the corner, shoulder first. Jackson now can walk the uh, top rope, he does. Blake then throws a chair into the ring to distract the ref and gives Jackson a low blow and does a drop kick thing to a seated Jackson for the win. Now here's what I didn't understand. Why? Even Mike Dave Prezak was like, every match in GCW, there's no DQ. Yeah, but referees are not smart, Rob. So therefore, if I throw in a chair, it will distract them long enough. So I can then do my low blow stomp to action action mike jackson okay because i'm gonna say why can't you just stomp someone in the nuts as uh you know one uh fuck and i can't think of his name but uh dude in aw or now roh as would like to say stomp him eddie in the kingston nuts. eddie kingston thank you you know in gcw you can just stomp him in the nuts all night long there's no dqs yeah, I, you know, I think that I I don't know. Blake Christian is one of well, those obviously people. He's a heel, and he had to cheat to f- defeat a sixty-year-old wrestler. Yeah, and his heel like the thing is is he's really good in the ring, and but his heel persona is just kind of annoying. It's not. It's it kind of gives me go away heat a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got to kind of work on it. Like, I don't know if he's got to, like, get on the mic or what, but it's just kind of like, eh, you're there. You're the bad guy. We're supposed to be booing. Yeah. I mean, I do also really appreciate that his uh, tights are de- are designed after HBK's tights from WrestleMania 25, I believe. <laughs> so. So here is my favorite match. Well, not my favorite match, but my favorite new wrestler. Alex Zane versus Speedball Mike Bailey, who I've been loving Mike Bailey. He's been on, like, every show I've watched. So, so Zane weighs in at the number of Taco Bell Supremes, and all his moves are named after Taco Bell menu items. So he's your new favorite wrestler. Yes. Because you like Taco Bell. I used to love Taco Bell growing up. I had it today, and I, I'm done. I'm Taco Bell is like... I call Taco Bell the ultimate rental food. Hmm. I see. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, this was awesome. Although the female commentator was very confused... She had never. Oh, Veda Scott. Yes, Veda Scott was like, I don't know anything about Taco Bell. Well, 
But she could make it up with her knowledge of uh, Mike Bailey because she's Mike Bailey's uh, husband or wife. Oh, well, there you go. That's why she was on the stick. Yeah. It's a pretty even match. Zane with a big flip 360 over the ref, but lands on his feet. A standing shooting star press by uh, Bailey for a two count. A tornado kick is caught by Zane. A huge lariat after some kicks by Zane. But he can't take advantage with both men down. Zane gets up first. He tries for a Baja Blast, but is blocked by Bailey. An Orihara Moonsault by Bailey onto Zane under the floor. Bailey missed a standing moonsault, then a big powerbomb for a running knee, and then another Baja Blast. But Zane doesn't. Wait. Wait, what? Oh, I was just going to say that a Baja Blast is kind of like a flipping slam. Thank he, you. He has him in, like, he picks him up by the waist and then does a forward roll with him and then the person lands on their back. But So he gets the Baja Blast, but Zane does a cocky pin and only gets a two. Zane wastes time arguing with the ref. This gives Bailey a chance. Uh, but he is in out on the ring on the top rope as both men trade slaps and punches. Bailey gets Zane off the ropes and Zane has shoved the ref into the ropes. This allows Zane to hit a top rope Roma or probably Rana. Sorry. Uh, DA spelling. Uh, both men then trade pinfalls with a standing double knee, uh, backflip, but Bailey just waits for a tornado kick and then rolls through on the ultimate weapon attempt then he hits it and picks up the win uh, yes, I, I said another okay match both men got to shine and show their stuff I wish we would have seen all those unique moves from Zane that the announcers kept telling us about that was one that I was really frustrated about because they were like oh man Zane is so interesting he has all these different moves he can do and he names them all after Taco he didn't do a fucking he did one <laughs> like talk about well, overselling. I, I I guess, but you you only have so much time in 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 a match. They had and seventeen people, minutes. Yeah, and it was back and forth, and they told a good story between the two of them. Like I'd much rather have a good match than have a, somebody do a whole bunch of wacky moves. I agree, but still. So, okay, I cut you off there, so finish your sentence. Oh, I, I was just going to say that the Ultima Weapon maneuver is a shooting star knee press to the back. Yes. Okay, question. Two questions, actually. Yes. One, how the fuck does Mike Bailey have such white teeth? Or uh, is he wearing a... Uh, it's a he... mouth guard. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, his teeth are like... White as hell. Okay, that explains that. Secondly. Yes. Why the fuck is he signed to AEW or NXT? Because he's signed to Impact. He, he seems too good. He's oh. signed to Impact. Okay. As that. is Alex Zane. Oh. Well, damn. So you might as well just watch Impact, uh, Rob. Yeah. Because all of your a... favorite wrestler wrestlers are on there now. <sighs> Apparently. Uh, okay, that answers that. Because I was like, man, Speedball is really awesome to watch. 
Okay. Next up for the GCW Tag Team Titles, East West Express versus the Work Work Horsemen. So JD Drake and Henry Anthony. Obviously, I know JD Drake. Henry Anthony is new to me. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with either of them. JD Drake's been around forever, I thought. Well, he has been, but I just yeah. haven't seen him before. And then uh, that's the Lady Work Horseman. There's both Oliver and Nick Wayne are both heavyweight champions for JCW for and uh, Wayne, the Defy champion. Yeah, uh, JCW is uh, what Game Changer Wrestling used to be. Yeah, I was confused. Before. That I was like, wait a minute, didn't they name? Didn't they take over JCW and became JCW? Yeah, they did. So the JCW title is kind of like a uh, secondary title within the GCW collective. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and I was surprised to see Nick Wayne, the Defy champion. Now, is Defy and WWE still working together? I don't believe so. Okay. They took Matt Riddle and was like, deuces. Hmm. I guess so. Yes. Henry and Oliver start out with some chain wrestling. Then Wayne and Drake are both tagged in as Drake is much bigger than Wayne. Drake uses his strength and Wayne punches, but nothing. Wayne tried for chest kicks, but nothing. And then a chop sends Nick to the canvas. Nick in the workhorseman area, but reverses and gets a tag. Assisted splash on Henry and a double Pescado to the floor. East-West both chopped and kicked out of the... Oh, yeah, East-West are both chopped out of the air. Uh, Alfer is not the legal man, so there was no counting because he tried for a pinfall. Mm. Wayne keeps getting chopped hard by Drake. A big belly-to-belly by Drake on Oliver for a one count. The work horsemen keep tagging out, cutting off Jordan Oliver from making the tag. Nick Wayne is chopped off the ring apron. After fighting... Forever, Oliver gets the tag to Nick Wayne. A code read by Nick, but Drake gets uh, the tag, so no pinfall. A standing splash for a two count on Henry. A double hip toss to, uh, for a two. He tried for a Kiko killer, which is like... How do you explain uh, it? That? It's... So they're in the... It's both of them in the corner... And then they jump out, and then they both do a cutter. It's what it looks like. Yeah, I was really confused between that and their other move. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. so it's like they try to... it. They both hit a springboard cutter from yep. the corner. Double dives to the horseman. Out on the floor as East-West double team Henry. A bridging fisherman suplex gets a two. JD catches both East-West after a Kiko Killer attempt. Drake misses a moonsault on uh, on Wayne. Uh, Double-teamed. Another... Oh, yeah. The Clout Cutter. That's where I was confused. I'm like, all these names. All these cutters. Right. Yeah. So the Double-team Clout Cutter, which is, I think, just like another arc, like another variant. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe it's the same thing. Yeah, Dave Prezak kept, like, Switching the names and yeah, 
It was very confusing when I'm trying to write this down and watch. Either way, they get the Kiko killer on Drake. He picks, they pick up the win, and they're still tag team champions. Um, the match went 16 minutes and 15 seconds. A pretty good match. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, probably their biggest challenge yet because both workhorsemen were much bigger. So it was telling that David versus Goliath story. You know, they did a good job of, you know, building up to the hot tag and, you know, things of that nature. So it was pretty good. Yeah, and it, it's also good to see GCW actually really globbing on to the youth movement within wrestling. So I enjoy seeing the East-West can, uh, Express. All right. I was surprised. Matt Cordona and Steph DeLander versus... Uh, Las... Oh, I even spelt it wrong. That was Las Cisos. It is Las Macisos made of Cyclope and Miedo Extremo. Yes. Please explain, enlighten us. I know, who is Cyclope? I, I feel like uh, he's been around since the 90s. I swear uh, I've seen him in WCW. Okay, okay. It's not the same Cyclope. God damn it! It's not. It's not because that that was Halloween. It, Wait, Cyclope what? in WCW was a wrestler by the name of Halloween. I was like, "Is this the same Cyclope?" And then I had to look it up, and it's not. because uh, <laughs> I remember Tony Schiavone like, "Ah, oh, Cyclope!" I remember watching. Yeah, no, not the same guy. Okay, fair. And Miedo Extremo. What can you tell us about him? An extreme luchador. Hell yeah! There you go. That that that's all I got. <laughs> and then Steph Delander is that what is like the? I don't want to say the replacement pig. Chelsea Green. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I I I feel bad saying that, but that's what she is. For all intents and purposes, for this gimmick of Matt Cardona's. Yeah, two back-to-back tag team match. All Cordona does is weasel out and asks for the for a kid, but he doesn't get one, which was weird. He's like, "I want a kid." Like that, like that little kid should have jumped in the ring. Uh, assistant splash onto uh, Cardona by Cyclope. Misty into the post. That's probably not right. Steph and. Uh, instead of putting Cardona, I kept changing it to Carson's. <laughs> Steph and Cardona double team Cyclope. A lot of brawling around the outside. Chops by Delander. Cyclope is cut off and is double teamed some more. Steph is knocked off the ring apron by by uh, Cardona. A shining wizard on Cardona, uh, and then gets a tag team or gets a, gets the tag. Uh, Cardona is getting wrecked. And pulls the ref in the way. The ref then is knocked out. A doomsday device on Cardona. But there's no ref to count. Steph with a double low blow. And then Cardona hits a move. But Miedo kicks out. Cardona grabs the GCW special. Oh yeah. I wrote it the GCW special door. Because they have like 85 of these fucking doors under the ring. 
and they yes. always make door. They always make, as Dave Prezak calls them, a door bridge. <laughs> but Cardona is sent splashing through the door, and they only get to two count. Sequel play, then grabs a bundle of light tubes. Miedo almost hits, uh, then almost hits Steph, then hits. Wait, what? I, I don't know how I wrote this. Basically, Cardona hits Cyclope, and they get smashed over his head, and Matt's back is all cut up from the glass, from the light tubes. I was kind of surprised. They were fucked up. But essentially, Cardona wins, and Steph Lander, you know, get the win. Yeah. So, they had, I was like, hey, cool, finally. And then, for whom the bell tolls, and out comes Nick Gage, but Matt and Steph run away. And then the crowd chant MDK. Yeah. Nick calls Matt a deathmatch pussy and not a king. Nick challenges both Cardona and Delander anywhere to a deathmatch to see who is the king and queen of deathmatch. So that's coming down the line. Yes, and... Again, they uh, have loose storylines, but it's it's like... You just don't know when you're going to see him. Like, I honestly didn't expect, you know, Nick Gage coming out here at you know random event in Atlanta. No, but it was exciting to see Nick Gage, I guess, and his murder, death, kill crew gang. So did did does like Nick Gage like did he step back from wrestling for them? Like, it seemed like he was always all over. Like. Like, you always hear about, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. but So, uh, he signed a contract with GCW, and essentially w- what it allows him to do is, I think they're paying him enough that he can wrestle a few times a year, but still make a living. Gotcha. I think at this point, Nick Gage's body is probably starting to break down on him, and so he can't wrestle as often as... Gotcha. GCW holds holds events. That would be my guess. I mean, I guess it's good in one hand because you keep it special. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, there was, I can't find it now, but there was a big event ma- mentioned for this summer. It was Nick Gage versus someone else. Um, hmm. Trying to find it. Um... Damn it, yeah, I can't fucking find it. It was on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio the other day. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It was some big Nick Gage match. Um, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't fucking find it. God damn it. I've been trying to look while we were talking. But anyway. So yeah, that should be a fun thing this summer to watch. It's not John Moxley. It's it's some it's a big match though. Oh, uh Zack Saber Jr. That's it, thank you. Yes, that should be fun. Yeah. I I don't know how that would ever work, because Zack Saber Jr. is all technique and Nick Gage is all violence. We'll have to find out. I guess we will. Uh, next up was a trios match. Thrussy versus Team Gringo. So it's Gringo Loco, Jack Cartwheel, and the King of Strange Style 
Arez, who make up Team Loco. Or in this case, I've team seen Cook. Gringo Loco before. I've seen Jack Cartwheel before. Um, the strange style guy was not familiar with. Uh, he was at the. Uh, he was part of the collective. Ah, uh, okay. Alley Catch, Effie, and uh, of all people, Dark Sheik. Why of all people? I was just surprised, that's all. I don't know. I didn't think Dark Sheik would be part of Team Thrusy. So Arez is interesting. After getting beaten up, Sheik and Cartwheel get in three cartwheels each. Later, Sheik gets the advantage. Dark Sheik does a cartwheel making Jack mad. A nipple twister by Effie on Gringo Loco. Arez whips Sheik and Team Gringo surrounds Allie and a, but a trios of super kicks and a shooting star by Cartwheel only gets a two. Arez with a Mexican surfboard on Effie, but it's broken up by Sheik. Uh, Allie is tagged in and cleans house with a running hip attack uh, and then cannonballs to follow up. Team Gringo all do individual flips and moonsaults and then Dark Sheik with a moonsault of her own. Back in the ring, Jack is double teamed by Effie and Allie. All through C uh, does a leg splits drop by Sheik for a two count. Effie puts Cartwheel on the top rope into a powerbomb. Uh, a powerbomb into a Rana by Jack. Team Gringo then all team up on Allie, finalizing with a cutter, but only gets a two count after Sheik saves Allie. Effie then slides a door in. After Dark and Sheik hit double stomps, Cartwheel grabs the door and just starts hitting Thrusy with it. And then it's a door bridge is created. Cartwheel climbs the top rope. Sheik on the door hits a shooting star press through the door, but only a two count uh, as Effie saves the match. Effie with a double blockbuster that Buff would have been proud of. Arez wears out Effie with kicks. A super stack rider by Effie, and then a top rope leg drop by Sheik on Arez to pick up the win. So a f- fun match. Yeah. So how's Effie? Because he just seems like a total gimmick, just comedy wrestler through and through. Mm. You know, he's he's the super flamboyant homosexual uh, yeah. against against. Oh, the 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 other wrestlers aren't like homophobic or like you know it's not like it was gold dust back in the day right but they aren't happy to have their a crotch waved in their face and they react accordingly but has effie ever kind of dropped that gimmick and been like okay this is a serious match um, or has he ever been like a single star like i i don't like how long has Thru- thrusty been around I, I I don't have an answer for you. Uh, what I can say is that Effie has challenged for the GCW World Championship. Yep, they, they, Dave Prezak mentioned that. And has fought Nick Gage in a death match. Uh, I can't imagine that he was all jokes in that match. I guess we have to watch it. I guess we will. 
Okay, fair. Yeah, Thrusi is my wife's favorite team. So much so, my in-laws came to visit, and she throws on the match from WrestleMania weekend. Mm. You're in shock. I am in shock. Yes. My wife loves Effie and Alley Catch. She's like, this is my... <laughs> she loves Effie. And I do, too. He's a great... It's it's a fun, but it's it's kind of unfortunate because the gimmick itself is like, okay, it's fun, but, you know, how, how far are you going to go? But I, I, would love, I, get- I would love for him to be like, okay, I've had my ha-has, but now he gives us like a super serious like monster, you know, because he, he does, well, he, he can go in the ring. Yeah, he can. Uh, he has described his character as a over-the-top version of himself, so I don't know if we're necessarily going to see a different side of Effie, necessarily. I mean, do you think the gimmick is limiting in terms of where he can go and wrestle? I mean, he seems, both Ali Cash and him, like, they seem like a GCW mainstay. Yeah, like, I don't necessarily think this is, it's a gimmick that could, like, go on AEW, for example, or WWE, without serious changes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I mean, uh, do you so find it, it offensive? Do I find it offensive? No, I don't find Effie offensive. I think it's funny, but I also feel like as a straight person, like, am I supposed to be laughing? Like, I know mm. it's comedy. I get it. But it's yeah. also like, dude, I grew up in the night. You know, I grew up watching, you know, WWE Attitude, seeing Gold Dust, and, and, you know what I mean? Like, it's that hard, like, Okay, growing up, Gold Dust was like the Andromic, like, is he gay? Is he not gay? The you know, you know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. times have changed, obviously. Yeah. But um But yeah, no, I th- I don't necessarily find the uh gimmick offensive necessarily. I, it's over the top. Oh of course. How, but yeah, no, it's it's. I think it's I think it's fun. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite things. I mean, my wife watches GCW with me when I tell her like, "Oh, by the way, they're wrestling." And she's oh. like, "Oh, she'll put up with it." Yeah, my wife and I've been watching GCW together. Hmm. It's nice too because usually because it's it's live, so it's yeah. like okay, cool, we're gonna watch this. <laughs> oh, excuse me. But yeah, I mean, I think she really liked the. The comedy matches, and obviously, uh, obviously, the first introduction for us was to the uh, jo- uh, GCW versus DDT, mm-hmm. and the crazy match that was with uh, Pheromone, which, if you've not seen, you should go watch. I I haven't seen. I I have. There's. Things I need to get caught up on. Yeah. That's the match that ended in eating too much ass. It was a DQ. Or sorry, a no contest. Interesting. Yes. It was crazy. But that was like our introduction to Thrusy. Like, I knew of Effie. Uh, What I I do got to say, though. What I do like to say, though. 
I like the fact that the women are treated on equal grounds as the men. And that Allie Catch or Billy Starks or Dark Sheik or any of these women, the fact you've got a fucking world champion uh, as your as a woman, as a world champion, and they aren't treating it like this, oh, she's so special, it's so... It's, you, got, you, you know what I mean? Like, for... My yeah, whole adult kinda, life, it, my whole life as a wrestling it, fan has been, whoa, there can't be man and woman violence. And GCW yeah. is like, fuck that. We're having a tag team match. And we're not calling it an intergender match or or uh, or whatever. It's, no, Effie and Allie are a fucking tag team. There's no, yeah, no. There's no difference. Yeah, it, it, there's no difference. And... I, I can appreciate that. It's kind of the exact opposite of what Impact did with uh, Tessa Blanchard, where Tessa Blanchard was shown to be so exceptional that she surpassed the female division, which, you know, is an insult to everybody else um, <laughs> in that division. Um, so, yeah, no, I enjoy the f- I enjoy that fact, too. And also, it's like, this is wrestling. Uh everything is worked and everybody is like working safe so there shouldn't be a problem necessarily either yeah well it's a suspension of like oh wow she's a woman she can't lift and ban- you know beat up such and such or or whatnot you know yeah so it's one of those like oh okay so um yeah end of the day uh, okay. So that match was there. It was an okay match. I mean, overall, uh, I guess, like, Nick Wayne and, you know, East West Express and your champions, these guys seem to pick up the win all the time. And it's like, how many matches will there be until they get another shot at the tag team titles? Or are they just happy doing their thing? You know what I mean? Well, I guess we'll have to continue to watch and see if they ever get a championship opportunity. Yep, there you go. All right, next up. Oh, let me get down to there. All right, the main event. Commander versus Vakingo. Yes. So we just saw Commander... On AEW, we've seen both these guys all over AEW TV. Mm. Uh, previously, Vikingo had an awesome match. Was it? Was it with? Uh, it was with Omega. With Omega, yeah. I was trying to think. It was Commander or Vikingo that had the match with Omega, because yeah. they literally had the match that night, uh, that Wednesday before WrestleMania, and they actually brought it up during the collective. So, mm. yeah. But yeah, so we I've seen a lot of these guys lately. Uh so long hug and shaking of hands to start the match. A, a, a Lucha Libre chant breaks out. Lucha Libre. Yeah, pretty much. Uh the Kingo with a flip over the top rope. A lot of chain wrestling. And then they slowed down with a submission by Commander. Uh big head scissors on Commander. And the Vikingo hits a corkscrew press to the outside. A springboard from uh, a springboard splash by Vikingo only gets a two count. A double stomp for another two on Commander. Uh, 
a shooting star pressed by Commander for a two, a missile drop kick while Vikingo was on the apron, then a double springboard to the outside. Some big moves by both men. Vikingo with a Spanish fly off the top rope for a two count. Vikingo then runs up from behind the steel cage, climbs to the top of this, and does a huge shooting star press. Uh, but Commander catches Vikingo, who then lands on his feet and only gets a two count. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit. Commander with a uh, poison rana, but it's not enough to put Vikingo away. Commander then hits a destroyer for another near fall. But Vikingo gets a 630, and then he picks up the victory. So Vikingo goes over Commander in the main event. This match was awesome. I mean, again, it was, it was awesome. nothing but all big moves. But at the end of the day, it was still fun as hell. Yes. And I have to say that I absolutely love Vikingo's uh, attire for the ring attire because it's like quilted, but it's also like tight fitting. It just looks like it would be super duper comfortable. Well, there you go. Oh, man. So they're taking a break this weekend, which is probably a good thing. Yes. But actually, not this week. Sorry, last week. This last weekend they took a break. But GCW is coming up the 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Bamboozle Festival in Atlantic City, New York. Yes. Or... Isn't it... Uh, no, it's the tournament's not yet. Not right? yet, no. So... Uh, oh, I'm so confused. So is this wrong or right? Oh, this is Eventbrite. Okay. So I'm trying to find when there. It looks like they're. I was trying to see if they had any match cards or anything. Mm. Overall, what you uh, what you think of Into the Light 2023? I thought that it was a very good uh card uh. And GCW continues to impress me, um, and I'd like to continue to watch more of it. Okay, yeah, we can do that. I've yeah. got Fight Plus now, so hey, just uh, let me know ahead of time. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Uh, GCW was literally one town over. Oh. Uh, when was this? Oh, I think it's a bunch of lies. At the ah, never mind. It's a bunch of lies. Something else. But if GCW came to where I live, I would definitely go see them. That's all I gotta say. I would as well. There you go. All right. Well, yeah. I, overall, I mean, it was a fun card. Um, you know, it was cool to see someone like Mac Cardona wrestle because you always hear about it, but then you never see him wrestle. But it, it kind of seemed like it was like, okay, cool. It's wrestling for a Friday night. You know, nothing spectacular happened. No huge acts, but end of the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not a bad card. But uh, yeah. Anything else you'd like to discuss before we head off? I think that's it. Well, alrighty then. 
Well, everybody, be safe. Take care. I guess I should probably start watching WrestleMania 36. I guess we should start watching WrestleMania 36. <sighs> yeah. All right, the next event is GCW The Way I Am. The Way I Am on March, on May 5th. Yep. <clears throat> there you go. Actually, that's May 20th. God, I don't find anything, man. This sucks. <laughs> like, everything is so messed up with, like, the way things are shown. Okay, so they're at Bamboozle Fest? Yes. This Friday. Yes. For three nights. Okay, here we go. Had to go to fight.tv to see anything worthwhile. So, uh, it just says the card is going to be announced soon. So, yeah, they don't even have a, uh, don't even have a card yet for any of them. So, yeah, anyway, we'll watch more. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye.